Hello, welcome back to season two. I hope you guys have had a fantastic Christmas and lovely new year. I don't know what you would have been able to do, where in the world you are, but I hope you at least got to speak to your friends and family over the festive period, even if you didn't get to see them. Um, my plans got changed, but my Christmas turned out perfect. We had kind of like a tropical theme Christmas Eve and we ordered in Jamaican food. I made pavlova. It was all very nice. And then Christmas Day, we went more traditional and uh, we did roast gammon with cauliflower cheese. Um, what else? We have roast potatoes. Um, I think pumpkin and sweet potato and gravy and pigs and blankets and Yorkshire puddings. And then we had Christmas pudding with custard and ice cream for dessert. And yeah, it was very nice. <laughs> we did all the traditional things and did all the presents and we opened presents over FaceTime with my parents. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really nice Christmas. I'm not complaining at all. I, uh, I just took it all in my stride knowing that it was literally out of my control and I love Christmas and I knew there was a very real possibility that I could be very, very disappointed. So I was trying to be very realistic about it and open to the fact that things might change, that yes, they're saying we can have people over, but the possibility of us going into a lockdown or anything like that is... Uh, very, very real. So when it happened, I guess my heart sank a little bit like, well, oh, what's actually happening? But I was like, you know what? I was all determination to still have a fantastic Christmas. I was like, I said to my boyfriend, we said, we're going to have a wonderful Christmas. So this is what we're going to do. And we did it. It was fantastic. So I can't complain about that. So yeah, I hope you guys had a good Christmas wherever you were. And I hope your new year has started out okay. Um, obviously, I'm recording this early. I have not yet decided when I'm going to start the podcast. I'm still thinking the 1st of February, but I'm not 100% sure. So this is just there waiting to go out. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm like when I think of something that I want to speak to you guys about, I just record it and I keep it there and then it goes out whenever I have uh, scheduled it. So once I decide, then I will yeah schedule these episodes and sort it all out, which is why I don't think I have so far said anything other than welcome back to season two, because I don't know which order these episodes are going to go in. Um, but in this one, I kind of just wanted to share this with you guys. I had an epiphany the other day about um, kind of like my mental state during lockdown and COVID and everything. And I was just thinking to myself, why is it that, I mean, I've had friends that have had so much anxiety about COVID that they've moved home to the country they came from. Um, people that are consistently paranoid, panicked. Um, there's people that are depressed about it. Um, people that are anxious about it. There's so many different things and every step of the way, I mean, don't get me wrong in the beginning, I was very, I wasn't paranoid about it, but I was very, very cautious of it because we just didn't know. We didn't have the information. We didn't know what it was going to be like. And the cases were coming in a lot, but it wasn't like it is now, you know? So I was, cleaning all the time. I had the Dettol out. I was doing everything. We used to wipe down the groceries and everything like that as well. 
um, we had a good routine going and I would kind of wash the cushion covers and all of this. So yeah, but it wasn't like a panic. I wasn't like, oh my God, we have to do this. It was just like an upkeep. My theory was I was at home, it was locked down. I'm doing consistent upkeep. Um, my housemate at the time, he would go out for a walk with his girlfriend every once in a while. My boyfriend would come over every once in a while um, because he's a single household. So that was allowed. So it was more like before he came, then I would do like a big clean. And after he left, I would do a big clean, that kind of thing. But in the middle, we were pretty much fine apart from when we would clean the groceries. So we weren't really having like a panic. We were just getting on with it. And I was just embracing lockdown, enjoying it. We were doing puzzles and Lego and um, reading. And what else were we doing? Oh my God, like coloring and all sorts of things like that. I was just enjoying my life. I was enjoying having time off because I really needed it. It couldn't have come at a better time for me. So during the first lockdown, I just, as the announcements came, I just went with whatever they said. I knew that I was being safe. I knew I wasn't going out unnecessarily. I knew that when I was going out, I was being careful around other people and aware of other people and um, mindful of them as well. So not just being safe of myself, but, you know, keeping distance because, you know, it keeps other people safe as well. So I knew I was doing all the right things. So I didn't really have anything to worry about, but then I just kind of thought this was what, I don't think it was, maybe it was before Christmas or just after, I can't remember. Um, I just thought to myself, why haven't I had this panic that everyone else had? Every time there's an announcement, I'm just like, okay, that's fine. We move on. And I was saying this to my boyfriend because um, obviously the epiphany involved him. And I realized that I wasn't really having it in the same way that other people were. I was more internally consistently worried um, about him. And because if he wasn't with me, I didn't know, like, say if he was at home and he was like, oh, I'm going to go out to the shops or whatever. And then I would be like, okay. In my head, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. He's going to the shops. Every time he told me he was going out, I was like, okay, be careful. I was just consistently worried about him and making sure that he was okay. And because of that, I was having this kind of thing where I was <laughs> driving him nuts by wanting him here all the time. Every time he was leaving, I was like, no, just stay. And I didn't realize that it was out of worry or concern or anything like that. I thought it was just because I loved him and I wanted him here. And I actually thought I was being a pain in the ass. And then I realized it and I was like, oh my God, I've been doing this for so long. Like, come stay. When are you coming back? And all of this, you know? And I was just like, I said to him, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that I was doing it. I didn't realize how genuinely worried I was or how concerned I was about this whole thing just involving him. I'm not concerned about my parents. They have each other. They're fine. They're doing their thing. It's fine. Um, but I think also because he lives by himself and at the moment I'm living by myself. So yeah, but anyway, I realized this. And I just kind of was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, wow, that's been going on a really long time. That's insane. I can't even, like, I couldn't even believe that it had been 
I've been doing that and I didn't know because usually I'm very aware of these kind of things. I'm very in tune with how my brain works, how my mind works. I know it can overthink. I know it can get carried away with itself. And I just was so, I guess you get so caught up in this pandemic and that, that you don't really, it is possible that you can be acting a certain way or reacting in a certain way and you don't realize what you're doing. So now that I realize this, (laughs) I've kind of calmed down a bit because even though the pandemic at the moment is so much worse than it was in its initial phase, I'm just like, I can't, every time you leave, I can't worry whether you're okay. Every time you go to work, I can't worry whether, you know, the key workers that you have in the hotel are, whether they're ill or whether they're bringing something into the hotel. And I know that he's so, so careful and he washes his hands all the time. He is so careful. So I don't really have anything to worry about. And it'd be like him worrying about me being at work with the customers and touching all the products and stuff all the time. I mean, there's so many risk factors there that I just sometimes think it's a matter of time before I get it. Like I don't even, um, but yeah, since I realized that I've just kind of gone, you know what, it is so out of my control, all of this and whatever is meant to happen is going to happen. Everything happens for a reason. I'm a strong believer in that. Um, if one of us contracts it, there is a huge chance the other will, because we do spend so much time together. We are very close. Um, but obviously once we knew we would be like, I don't even know. I always thought like, if I, if he got it, I would want him here so I could look after him and everything. I wouldn't want him to go through that at home by himself because I know it is like, and I know he doesn't like to be looked after. He's one of those guys. I don't like to be looked after, but at the same time, I don't think that's something that's nice to go through by yourself. He wouldn't want to be near me because of my history of asthma. And we, we just really don't. That's the other thing. I can't be out there thinking, oh, I have a history of asthma. If I get it, I'm definitely going to end up in hospital. That's not necessarily the case. It doesn't mean that it just because I have an issue with my respiratory system. I It doesn't mean that I would end up in hospital. I am very, very aware of that. I am very, very careful. If I get sick, I'm steaming my face. And even the preventative measures that I'm taking before, like I'm having lemon juice and hot water every single day. We're having echinacea, vitamin C. If I'm going out and all that, I'm always washing my hands. I'm sanitizing. I'm being really careful. I'm wearing a mask. Um, And even if I do feel like I'm a little under the weather, I'm so, so careful. I know what to do for my asthma. I know like when I got sick at the start of quarantine, just before quarantine started, actually, the first one, um, I got sick and I was so paranoid that I got it. I was like, oh, my God, I think I've got it. And I knew for a fact, I was like, I'm breathing through my nose as much as I can. As soon as I started to get congested, I was drinking so many hot drinks. As soon as I had the hint I was getting congested, I was steaming my face. I was making sure that I wasn't breathing through my mouth as much um, because if you have asthma and you're breathing through your nose, it lessens the 
effect on your chest, basically. It eases the effect on your chest and all this. Anyway, I I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So even if I got it, that doesn't mean it's going to be a bad thing. So I can't be out there thinking, oh, my God, if I get it, I'm going to die. Like, (laughs) I can't have this. I can't have this paranoia. I can't be consistently worried about whether my boyfriend's going to get it or not. I just, yeah. So when I realized how genuinely worried I was about that, and that was the main thing, I was just worried about me and him. I was worried about me getting it because I knew that would mean 99% sure that he would get it. Um, But we're just... And I'm trying not to be um, like obsessive compulsive with trying to be safe and good and clean and hygienic and all of this because I also think like if you're too hygienic, like I'm all for washing hands and everything like that. But I'm not going to panic if I touch a customer's groceries with my hands. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I had a customer that – came in and he was talking I was serving he was talking to another customer and he was saying I don't feel very well like I might I don't know if I have it and I was just thinking to myself why are you in the store like go home (laughs) what is wrong with you and I did think I was waiting and waiting until he left and I rang the bell so one of my colleagues would come out and I was like I have to go wash my hands and they were like, okay. And I said, no, no, no. Like I just served this guy that was saying, oh, I think I might have it and whatever. And I have to go wash my hands because I touched all of his stuff. And yeah. So and they were like, no, 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 that's fine. That was the one time I was like, I have to go. No, no, no. I have to go now. And I would do that. I'm not ashamed to do that. I'm not ashamed to be like, yeah, I'll do this. It's fine. Um, I'm still interacting with people, but we're trying to keep our distance at work. We're having, we have all these procedures and everything in place for that specific thing. And even when we're in the back, we're social distancing and everything like that. So I'm not super worried, to be fair. As long as I do what I need to do, then it's okay. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that with you because I think um, everyone's, what's the word, uh, experience of like this whole thing is just anxiety and panic and it there could be things that you're doing that you don't realize are coming from a negative place or a scared place or you might not think you're panicked you might not think you're being paranoid but in actual fact you are you're just doing it subconsciously you know what I mean so along with anxiety and depression, all these things that manifest that you see very easily, there are other things that can manifest internally and affect you and you just don't realize that it's happening. So I just thought I would share that with you because personally I found that like it just blew my mind when I realized that. I was like, wow, for like a year I've just literally been like, stay, stay, please stay, don't go. And I didn't even realize why I was doing it and why I was trying to push our relationship to like when we lived together. And it was like, yeah, it was literally like a panic. And he has been an absolute king dealing with me because 
I don't know how he did it. I really don't know how he did it. But I apologize to him because I was like, I'm sorry. I This has been going on for a long time. And I didn't, I don't even know why it popped into my head for me to realize it. But yeah, so just make sure you know yourself well enough to know when these things are happening um, and that you're just taking care of each other. You can only do what you can do. And like I said, everything happens for a reason. If you're meant to get COVID, you're going to get it. Like there's nothing you can do about it. It's like when people say, when it's your time, it's your time. Like we all have a certain amount of time on this on this earth. And when it's your time, it's your time. You can't do anything about it. You can't cheat death. So if something is meant to happen to you, if you're meant to have an experience, if you're meant to go through something or um, learn something or grow or develop or um, you know, feel certain emotions. It all happens for a reason. You know what I mean? And if I get through this pandemic, if we get through this pandemic without ever having COVID, oh my God, I will celebrate to the like high heavens because that will really be something. I tell you, it will really, really be something. It's the goal, right? It's the goal. We're so close. So yeah, just take care of each other. Make sure you take care of yourself. Take a minute, really kind of evaluate how you're doing, not even just your mental health, but just in general, like how you feel about the situation and how you're coping with it and kind of look at, analyze yourself a little bit, like look at what you're doing, look at what you're eating, like your patterns, your routines, because you might be doing something you don't realize you're doing. Like if you're stuck at home again, you could be at home just being like, oh yeah, okay. Eating all day, every day. And you don't even realize you're doing it. For example, your alcohol intake might have increased and you don't realize that it has, um, your sleep patterns, um, you know, hygiene, health, all of this exercise, stretching. I mean, it all plays a part. You have to keep yourself healthy, have your vitamins, take the precautions, keep your body moving, do some stretches, do some exercise, um, try and eat healthy, try not to, you know, snack out of boredom and things like that. But there's a lot of things that we can do subconsciously that we don't realize that we're doing. We just get on with it, you know? So just uh, (laughs) evaluate yourself And then, yeah, just do whatever you can to keep yourself safe and the people around you safe. And hopefully we will all be done with this soon if everyone just abides by the rules and stays home and we get the vaccines and everything like that. Hopefully we will be done with this soon and we can start to rebuild and move on and be a little bit more positive. And, yeah, I know it's been a struggle for everyone. So, If you ever need to talk, if you need advice or anything like that, feel free to contact me. All of my contact details are on the main page, the links for my socials and everything like that. You can DM me. Um, I also do blogs every day. So the link for that is on the main page. I have YouTube vlogs Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The link for that should be there as well. And I do have another podcast that I do with my colleague that is called Do You Have a Reservation? And it is all about hotels and hospitality and the ins and outs and weird and quirky things that go on in there that you guys probably don't know about. So 
I don't know. I just wanted to share this with you guys. I thought it was interesting. So be safe, be kind, and I will speak to you again next time.